orange fungus spotted walls. You and me are together in this tiny room, exploring this cave. It's lucky then that we are such good and close friends, and that we enjoy each other's company so much. It really eases the tension in what could be a very stressful experience, and makes it, in fact, very sociable and uh, and developmentally fecund experience, if you'll allow me to say. So let's both kneel down here in this cave and take a look at the rock. Well, 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 the same description as before. A rock is a rock is a rock, but this one is round and fits nicely into your hand, etc. Worth nothing money-wise. Weighs about six pounds. It's identical to our other rock. In that case, my good friend, let's turn our attention to the exits to this room of the cave. I see exit number one over there meanders towards an unexplored room. And exit two over here meanders towards room number 19, which is a tiny dark chamber. So let's take exit number one, shall we, and meander together towards an unexplored room. Ah, we find ourselves in darkness. It is pitch dark. You can't see a thing. It's lucky then, my good friend, that you and me stopped and looked through our inventory in the last episode and discovered that we had a glow rod. I think it was called a glow rod. So let's just trust. Let's just trust our own memory, shall we? And type in... Turn... On... Glow... Rod. Oh, silly me. I can't see any such thing here. Let's just double-check our inventory, shall we? A glow bar. Let's type use glow bar. Ah, oh, the verb use is not a verb that the game recognizes. Let's turn on the globe. This time I have every confidence that our efforts will succeed, my dear friend. Let's just hit the enter key and discover together, shall we? Perfect. Now that we can see in the darkness, we find ourselves in a tiny, polished, dead end. We are here together in room number three, which is described as a tiny, cramped, dead end with polished orange walls, and the walls look like they've been gouged by something. There's one exit that meanders back towards room 17, 
And I can see a large rock here. Look over there, the large rock. Let's look closer together, shall we? This rock came from is a mystery. It's probably feldspar, unlike the walls of the cave, but it just might be useful. A bit heavy and bulky, but aerodynamic as the Dickens. This large rock weighs about 20 pounds, and you figure it isn't worth anything money-wise. Wow. We're currently carrying 30 pounds of weight, which is 60% of our current capacity. So, if my maths is correct, which it never ever is, if we pick this up, we'll be getting awfully close to 100% of our current capacity. Which might mean, listeners, we might need to delve into our backpacks and fish out the two skeletons and chuck them on the ground here between us. Let's just double check that we can't carry everything on our own though, shall we? Get. Rock. Taken. Inventory. I'm carrying 50 pounds of stuff, which is 100% of my carrying capacity. It is difficult carrying all of this stuff around, so let's drop the two skeletons. Uh, which one first? Let's drop the crumpled one first. Clatters to the ground. Let's drop the second skeleton. The brittle skeleton clatters to the ground. We'll double check our inventory. We are now carrying 40 pounds, which is 80% of our current capacity. Okay, let's take exit number one. And we'll just need to... Oh. Yeah, we'll just need to backtrack until we find an unexplored room. I'll try exit two. Here we are. We find ourselves in room number 19, which is a tiny cramped room with rough orange fungus spotted wool. Some of the fungus has been scraped off the wall, but it is slowly growing back. Shallow clefts mar the walls of the cave. Exit one turns towards an unexplored room, and the other two exits have been explored already by us in our fun adventure together. Let's take exit one. It's fun in this cave, isn't it, my good friend? Ah, we find each other now, in room number 16, which is a tiny, cramped chamber with jagged, orange, fungus-spotted walls. 
some of the fungus has been scraped off the wall, but it is slowly growing back. A huge arc spans the length of the cave. I can see a broken heel here, and the first exit meanders towards an unexplored room. My dear close friend, do you have as many questions as I do about that description of this room that we're in together? What does it mean by a broken heel? Ah, from a high heel shoe maybe. The broken heel from a high heel shoe. And what on earth is an arc that spans the length of the cave? Surely not a boat. Maybe like a big, I don't know, rainbow shaped thing. Let's look at the heel first. The description reads, Well, it can't be easy running from monsters in high heels. This little plastic wedge is all that's left of what must have been a nice pair of shoes. The broken heel weighs about two pounds, and you figure that it's worth two dollars. Let's leave it alone and examine the art. Just a cave feature, nothing special. Let's take exit one. Okay, we're now together in room number 12. A fair-sized chamber with creased orange walls, and the walls look like they've been gouged by something. Exit one leads back the way we've come. Exit two meanders towards an unexplored room. So, off to exit two, it is. Here we are in room number 14, which is a fair-sized dead end with jagged orange walls. The only exit leads back where we've come, and it's a bit chilly in here, and that's all. Nothing else special about the room, so it is time to backtrack until we find another unexplored room. We take exit one, it's room twelve, and then exit one, back to room sixteen. Ah, uh, our glow bar has started flickering, let's switch the glow bar off. There we are, glow bar switched off. I'll need to turn it back on if I find another darkened room, like I did before. Okay, here in room number 16, it's the room with the huge arc and the broken heel. Exit 2, leads onwards. Ah, room number 19. Let's take exit 3, which moves towards room 7. It's warm here in room 7. We'll um, take exit 1, which heads towards a fair-sized jagged chamber, room 9. Ah, here we are. An unexplored exit. We're back in room number 9, a fair-sized cave, with jagged orange fungus-choked walls. 
A jumble of broken rock lies on the floor, presumably from a long-ago cave-in. A light fog drifts through the cave. We've come from exit one. Exit three twists towards room number six, which is fair-sized textured chamber. But exit two is unexplored. Here in room number nine, it's warm, and the distant sound of a waterfall roars through the chamber. Let's take exit two. Here we are together in room number eight, which is a fair-sized chamber with a rough orange fungus-covered walls. And, uh, oh, look over there, my friend. Can you see what I see? It's an oozing barrel. And, oh boy, it is hot in this room. There are two exits. One the way we've just come, and another which meanders towards an unexplored room. Let's examine the barrel. Ah, now we know where the toxic waste has ended up. Some of it is in this barrel, which is covered with warning signs like hazard and danger, and open this and you might die. Even if we were inclined, we can't see any way to open the barrel, though thanks to being carelessly thrown around, there is a small hole in the bottom. On the top of the barrel, somebody has written six proof. You are getting thirsty. Well, uh, listeners, I'm not quite ready to resort to drinking from the barrel, but perhaps if we can't find any other way of making progress, you and I will return to this room, and we'll suck down some disgusting toxic sludge together. That could be fun. Listeners, um, the room which I'm currently recording in is getting a bit hot. It's a room that I share with a uh, sleeping toddler. He's just over there. Um, yeah, and I guess with my laptop in here too, the temperature is just getting a little bit high. So, that's okay. What I've got here is a remote control for the air conditioning unit. So I'm just about to switch that on, and, um, yeah, now in the background, you'll probably hear a kind of ambient hum. I, um, hope that isn't going to bother you, um, on this cave journey that we're on together. If so, I understand. That's okay. You can stop listening, and I'll uh, see you next time. When I play more of this series, or when I play another game, but uh, if you can stand this gentle drone in the background now, or if it is completely inaudible,
only existing in your mind as I described to you what it might sound like. Well then, that's good, isn't it? So let's just keep on going, shall we? Okay, time to take exit one, which meanders towards an unexplored room. We're in room number four, which is a fast chamber with textured orange fungus spotted walls. Some of the fungus has been scraped off the wall, but it is slowly growing back. Stalactites hang from the ceiling high above. I'm getting very thirsty in this game. I remember listeners that uh, we passed through a room with running water. I think if I find that stream again, I better have a big old drink and just hope that it's not the same stream that poisoned that woman to death. Alright, let's take exit number two from this room. One of two exits, including the way which we came. Exit number two corkscrews towards an unexplored room. Ah, here we are in room 20. A fair-sized dead end with textured orange fungus-spotted walls. Some of the fungus has been scraped off the wall, but it is slowly growing back. There's nothing else here, just you and me, together alone, at a dead end in the cave. So, let's uh, begin the long process of backtracking until we find an unexplored room. Exit one. I can see an oozing barrel and some toxic ooze here, and it's hot. Let's take exit two. There we are. This is a three-way intersection. Um, let's try exit three. Oh my gosh, I find myself in a fair-sized textured cavern. Room number six, um, with orange fungus choked walls and stalagmites rise out of the floor, reaching for the roof of the cave and a light fog dish through the cave. Here in room number six there are three exits, one we've just come from, one which moves towards room 18, and one which corkscrews towards an unexplored room. It's warm here. And, um, my good friend, I don't want you to be scared. But you should know that, uh, the, the ground, it shakes dangerously to the beat of heavy footsteps. The deafening sound of a waterfall roars through the chamber. We get the feeling that we're being followed. And we see a tumbling rocker crash in from exit number one. The tumbling rocker flexes its rocky biceps. I guess a tumbling...
unwilling rocker is a kind of enemy. So, in this moment, listeners, we could try to hit the tumbling rocker with our big rock, or we could run quickly to exit 3, the unexplored room. So, uh, let's, uh, actually, you know what? I, I feel comfortable enough with yours and my abilities. We're both very accomplished people. I think we can waste a little bit of time and look at what this tumbling rocker is. Um, and perhaps we'll get some clues as to how best to deal with it together, shall we? So let's look over at the tumbling rocker, which has just exploded him from exit one. Let's look now. This base elemental creature is a collection of all cavernous dangers, spiked hands, grinding teeth, shuddering feet and rolling biceps. It's vaguely humanoid, but looks more like a parody of nature and destruction than anything with a higher purpose. Compared with yourself, the tumbling rocker is an unbeatable foe. The tumbling rocker swats its spiky appendages at us. Ouch. I'm getting hungry. I'm getting thirsty. And I've died. We've died together. Together in this game, my good friend, we scored a total of 18 points in 62 turns. Um, yeah, we're dead. We were killed by that tumbling rocker. Um, it feels good that I wasn't alone in death. That, uh, I was bludgeoned to death by a rock monster, a spiky rock monster. Uh, stabbed and spiked and hit with rocks until I was dead in the presence of such a good, good friend as you. Thank you for your company and your reassurance in those final moments. Um, I think... I think it's probably, um... Yeah, time to call an end to this episode. I imagine everybody who listened to this episode to get to sleep has, uh, has already, um, fallen asleep. And, uh, the point at which one dies is always a good point uh, to make the end of one's episode of a podcast that one produces. So, um, thanks again for your company, and I'll see you again next time that I play more Wampus 2000 on the, uh, Daniel K's Let's Plays podcast. See you again, my good, close, and dearly beloved friend. Bye-bye.